This is a Foots of Vitamin Z brought to you by Zaid. Thank you for tuning in on a new segment that I'm going to be hopefully doing consistently, consistent, consistent, consistently every Friday. Um, this is UFZ question of the week. So I want to be able to put an episode every Friday. And because, you know, we value questions over answers on the podcast, especially if you read the description. Then I'm constantly asking questions in the regular episodes, but I don't want to dedicate in an episode where there could be two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, 40 minutes, whatever the fuck it is. Just, a, you know, a, a genuine question of something that was bugging me this week or that I saw or whatever. And, you know, to spark and create more conversations um, and, and build a community. So my question this week that I had to be thinking was, what do we post about? What do we post about in reference to like literally everything? When we talk about this age of media, I've been completely puzzled and have my own, like many people, mental health battles past couple of years. Well, mainly my entire life, but I've only been labeling and had the uh, education on it this past couple of years. And I know social media can affect a lot of people. I never felt like it affected me. Until I, until everybody's been locked in their house and every time something comes up on the news, we all post about it. So the question is, what obligation do we have to post? And the quantity, the digging into the research, oh, what side do you take? Where do you look at? What do you see? Who do you follow? I mean, there's so many crazy things when it comes to media that makes you think, is this, is this necessary? Oh, there Should there be some sort of I don't know, are there unwritten social rules that I'm not aware of that everybody else is or has nobody been thinking about it the way I have? I don't know. Should there be a guidebook for this shit? My confusion comes from why is am I why am I on a platform where we can be serious shit talking about a, a guy just carrying out his day getting shot by a cop or his neck being stand on or a kid going about his day and getting shot in Palestine or government pro or government protests or strikes in other countries and then I'm seeing ass and titties and then sometimes it's the same person posting both. So what obligation is there and what seriousness could there be in value if the contrast of content is so diverse on one single pa- platform, let alone, I'm sorry, if the con- if, if it's so diverse from account to account, let alone on an entire fucking platform. So that is my issue. That is my concern. That is my fear. Not to mention when you have documentaries like The Social Dilemma and you've seen the effects of something like Cambridge Analytica and the role of Facebook in the election, all that shit, when we're using platforms owned by Facebook. Um, like Instagram, and then of course there's Twitter, uh, which is a whole other shit, but it's just constantly confusing, because some people are posting about shit that like, oh, you know, you're not speaking about Palestine, it's like you would have been silent during the Holocaust, during the Civil Rights Movement, shit like that, but that's different, me not posting could mean so many different things, what happened in that era is even scarier, because that was shit in front of you, directly in front of where you would have to put your life out on the line too so you were complicit on the crime because you didn't speak out so what effect does the social media have but you know if i have a social media account does that mean if i see something going in Palestine, i have to 
I have to post it. But what if I don't know the cause? Okay, what if I'm educated? What if I, I disagree? What if I do, even if I'm not Jewish, what if I do support one, two, and three of Israel? And that's what I want to post about. But all my other friends, you know, whether they're Arab, whether they're Muslim, uh, and, uh, and a combination of other ethnicities, whether they're black, and whether they're Latino, whatever the fuck they are, and they're posting about it, and I'm afraid of losing this, so, you know, embarrassing myself, I'm just going to post about this. What if I don't post? Does that mean that I don't give a fuck about where you come from? You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yeah, I've seen people post about Palestine, but here's the thing, anybody that knows me knows that I'm Muslim and Palestinian, so the confu so I'm confused. It's like, if you think it's important to post, wouldn't it? Like, if I saw something tomorrow, of a big explosion, in uh, and uh, I'm trying to think of an example in Medellin or Bogota. There's p two people I know from each one of those cities. I I text immediately, like, yo, is your family okay? If they were there, or if I'd seen them traveling there during that time, like, yo, are you good? So my confusion is, like, what is the physical aspect? I'm not saying, like, oh, my God, nobody has, like, asked if my family's okay. But at the same time, if you've seen this shit in the news and you know a friend's Palestinian and you've been posting this shit, but you haven't even asked the person, the one person or one of few people that you know is Palestinian, yo, how's everything going on over there? Like, is it something that I'm missing? How's your family? You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like in real life, are you carrying out conversations like when Black Lives Matter was going on? Like, all right, you cool. You posted a black fucking square. But what type of shit are you doing in the real world that's going to that's gonna change you and the people around you? Because my question is, if you white and you were posting about Black Lives Matter, but to this day, you can count on, you know, I don't know, the, the amount of eyes that you have correlate to the amount of black friends you have. Just Does that change anything? Does that do anything? I don't know. I'm just confused. That's all I'm saying is I'm just fucking confused. I'm genuinely asking these questions. I'm not out here preaching. I'm not here saying like I know. The questions are supposed to be asked for the conversation. I'm not necessarily looking for a specific answer. I'm just looking for what y'all think. So follow me on Zaid UFZ um, and comment or DM me You know your, your responses to these questions or follow-up questions shit that I could shift each episode so then to be a follow-up like the first half on the next Friday or whatever could be like, yo, so some feedback for the last week's question was this. Now, moving on, this week's question is blah, blah, blah. So that's my question is like, what do we post about? Should there be a specific platform like newspaper section that I was talking about before where... If you are generally just... you, For example, one social media for different reasons. So if you use this shit for twice a week, are you obligated? Like, do you have to post about this? And if you don't, does that mean this? What if I don't have a social media account? Does that mean the people that do use social media accounts and you're putting pressure on them to post certain things, does that then shift over to people that don't have social media accounts that then should create social media accounts specifically for these purposes? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just don't like seeing so many different types of all bunch of shit. People crying, people celebrating, people looking way fucking happier than they need to be. People are genuinely happy, which is great to see. I love it. I love that social media aspect. Someone can share their accomplishments. Someone's like, oh, that's fucking awesome, man. Great for you. I genuinely mean it. And I genuinely like seeing people being happy and just sharing, you know, certain like jump roping accounts. Like, a homie of mine, uh, he, he be jump roping. I like seeing his progress. I like seeing so many other jump roping accounts. There's this girl in Florida. The, you know, how happy she is outside exercising. It make me want to go do that shit. Like, it's just really nice to see. Um, when you see somebody singing, they're really passionate. They're just, like, sharing it. That's, like, why I like doing it, too. I know I'm fucking up. I know I'm learning. I know I ain't the best. But shit's just fun. It's fun to share. It's fun to document. And it's fun to root for other people.
And at the same time, it has that other negative aspect of it where it's also fun to shit on people. It's fun to laugh. It's fun to bully for some people. And so what do we post about? How do what you know, is there like some code of ethics that you should be signing up on when you do join social media accounts? Because like if you come into a club, like if I, if I own a bar, if I own a club and you come in and you start to light some weed in the bathroom, I'm going to kick your ass out. If you drop in too many cups and you're being, you know, obnoxious and, and, and nobody likes having you and you're, you know, damaging shit, I'm going to kick you out. So is there a similar thing? I mean, yeah, you can block people, but what sort of limit is there onto like, we don't have a purpose. There's not really a clear sign of why we're on these accounts, why we have these accounts. Were they originally intended for like to reconnect and be able to reach out to people? Sure, cool, but you really don't fucking need that now. It doesn't serve that same purpose. There's a reason that people like Humble the Poet created their own communities, created their own website where like-minded people could be sharing like-minded things. Even though there is subcategories and sections, you know, if there's a music section, a writing section, geographically can be split as well, which there's are ways to do that. I just feel like a social media app like Instagram should be like a fucking newspaper where I can go pick up the news section. I can go pick up the business section, the sports section, the the entertainment section, whatever it is, and just look at that section. And my account or whatever can be dedicated just to that section. Like take Flipboard and Instagram or take Flipboard and Snapchat and put it together and get rid of Instagram. And I feel like that would be way, way healthier and way more productive. But at the same time, Instagram is a form of digital real estate as well. It allows you to post every day. It allows you to share things and connect people to other things too. Like, hey, I have a part, new podcast episode out. Here's the link in my bio. And I share that on my Instagram. It would be harder to do that if you take away that public image of yourself and your account um, where you want to post on whatever and share whatever because now it's, a, it's based off of you, based off why we're here in the first place. So we make this individualistic, right, where it's all about you. Here's a selfie camera. Post about yourself. Talk about yourself and just keep posting because that's what they want you to do. They want you to come back and constantly be using the app. They want you to use it so more and more to look at other people. Post about yourself because you see other people posting this when they travel. So I'm going to do the same thing when I travel and it's a constant cycle. Versus you pick up a fucking newspaper, you get what you want out of it, and you keep going, moving on with your fucking day. But with, you know, with this, it's like a smoke break. It's like going out every, it's a little addiction. It's like every two seconds or whatever, you're just going to check, you're going to flip, you're going to see through shit. You know, before you, first thing you do when you wake up, first thing you do before you go to sleep. So, you know, it's like smoking. So, man, smokers know this too. No matter if you smoke, if you're a weed smoker, you know, smoke cigs, whatever the fuck. You, you do the same shit every two minutes, whatever. You're reaching for something to put into your mind and light that shit. And you're going to do when you first wake up, you want to do it you know before you go to sleep you're gonna do it throughout your entire day so it's just i'm just fucking confused and it's like i i'm only using it because i'm trying because i'm trying to be a rap i'm a rapper and a podcaster so yeah i'm trying to create content and i'm trying to do it and i'm going to be putting out way more content i'm going to work on fighting myself um because that's that is my that's my biggest obstacle fighting my procrastination fighting my laziness fighting so many different things to put out so much more content that I think is also valuable because I'm talking about on the podcast. I wouldn't really talk about it on the podcast if I didn't give a shit about it. So I'm trying to take that and create little bits and pieces, little audio bits, all the same thing I was doing on Foot Vitamin Z Instagram page, which I'm deleting and putting it on my, um, excuse me, um, on Zaid UFZ page and creating that both as a brand. Talk about shit. And it's like, all right, that's cool. But it's like, how do I 
do something without using it. It's like, how do I, I get it, I need plastic, it's in my life, but how do I do without it? I have a professor who was a George Washington historian. He was talking about how George Washington was asking himself the same question that like, yeah, I can kind of see why the slavery thing is bad, but I don't know how to fucking live in a world without it, but I'm surrounded by it the institution that we've created of enslaved Africans. So I don't know what to do with it. I'm not comparing social media and recycling to slavery. What I'm just saying is different eras, um, different, ex- just, just, just general different uh, examples. I'm not trying to make a comparison um, in that regard to equate all of them together. Not at all. I'm just saying that's just micro examples of a macro issue is how, how do I live with something even though I don't, how do I continue? How do I live without something when I've been continuously living with it? Is what I'm trying to say, and I think that's that's the question. Because if you were born into the institution of slavery, like people were like, "Oh, if you lived during slavery, civil rights," no, that's the world you would have known. You would have been perfectly fine sitting at your white restaurant and seeing the black one because that's the world you would have known. You would have accepted it as the world that you've known. Because we haven't been taught to be revolutionaries. We haven't been taught to do... Because every time there is a revolutionary, what happens? They get shot. So nobody wants to get shot so they don't really speak what they truly think. Everybody is so passionate to say like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm speaking about Palestine. I'm posting this. And anybody that doesn't, ha, 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 like, fuck you because you would have been silent during the Holocaust and civil rights and slavery. So, so would I. You know what I'm saying? Like, here I am posting my post. Why? Because I'm from there? All right, cool. No, it's not because I'm from there. It's because I've been there. Being from a place don't make you entitled to shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I've seen it. Simple as that. Because that is the problem when it comes to Palestine. The representation is from a foreign place. Not from the people within it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you want something, right? From your younger sibling. Not necessarily from them, but you know your parents are going to tell you no, so you use them to get it. In a way, I always kind of felt like that when it came to Palestine. Um, or I guess in, in the general and a lot of other issues. I Sure, diasporas are important. The foreign community is always important because there's so many churches throughout Europe. Without the migration to, to the U.S. and people working, sending money back, never would have been built. Same thing you see in Latin America. Same thing in the Middle East. Same thing anywhere else. And the Philippines. There's so many areas of without the foreign community going out and sending shit back, the local places never would have improved. But I, it's... it's, it's it's crazy to think like, well, who's gonna who's gonna be swinging for us? Who 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 do we have in our ringer that's actually us? That's representing us? That's representing our interests? That's always the big battle, the big discussion. You know, the whole idea for representative democracy is that you personally don't have to go out and do shit. You could elect people that's going to elect your interests. That's why you can't get mad when you see dumb politicians. They're just representing the dumb people. Simple as that. They're just one of them. That's all it is. And the thing with Arafat representing Palestine. You know, he, he he has one of the biggest shifts. He goes from being globally recognized as a terrorist to shaking hands with the president in the White House. And to me, that was always kind of crazy because I was reading how he was like a millionaire. He was a civil engineer in Kuwait, which nobody really knows. Um, Kuwait actually, you know, is pretty much built by Palestinians. You know, so many wealthy Palestinians that were there, That's they they really created that shit. And... Um, and Arafat wasn't even like raised in Palestine. He grew up in in, in Egypt with his dad. I th- I think he his family might have been from Gaza. I can't, I don't remember too much of the details. I could be mistaken on all this. Who knows? Uh, this is just as far as my memory serves me in terms uh, in college and one of my class when I was reading about this shit in one of my books. But 
if that's true, then this is not a dude that's been born and raised in the West Bank or in Gaza to serve these people. Especially when you go into the mullah and set up your government and everything. And this is the this is the people you want to represent. And it's like it's a bunch of false promises. And that's the thing. When you when you from a certain corner with those people, you cannot look them in the eye and give them false promises. But you can when you come from outside of it. You can like a lawyer or an insurance agent or a doctor and you're telling somebody like, Yeah, I can save you, I can help you, and I can do this and I can do that for you. But you don't really know them. You really you really delivering something you really hope you can deliver. That's gonna make you feel good. But you're also not really feeling the consequence when you when you fail. And that's the problem when it comes to representation a lot of the times. Depending on the intention, depending on where the source of that representation is coming from. So, yeah, what 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 is it do we post about? What is it should we be posting about? Is it cool to only, like, post about Palestine for a little bit and then, like, oh, well, now I'm going to go back to posting on my trip and go posting on me having a good night, a good time and shit like that? Because, for example, in the real world, if I don't know if all cultures, especially, I mean, not all parts of Africa, but in a lot, I know, for example, in case of Nigeria, Madagascar, you will dance at a funeral. It's okay to dance. Versus for Arabs, you know, a lot of people close to the family, whoever died or whatever, don't even go, they don't accept invitations to parties, weddings. They don't even play music in the car or whatever for like during like a decent, for a morning period. I never really agreed with it. I never saw it. I always thought there should be some, some, there's a way to use dance and use music to, to celebrate life and to mourn it. Um, I think mourning sometimes gets a bad rep, but again, you really can't, it, that's, that's a cultural thing. But the reason I bring that up is like, well, same thing. If tomorrow somebody really big dies or whatever, should you be going on social media posts on these different things when it's not really good to be showing that in real life? I mean, that's just my persp- that's just one a perspective and example to give. Because I don't know if I like seeing that. I don't. I mean, I actually, I, I'm uh, I'm lying. I don't like seeing it. But I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I'm just confused because I wouldn't go in a conversation with you. Or do something with you and then immediately change that up. You know what I'm saying? You're going through a tough time and I'm just listening to your to your story. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, now let's go party. Let's go to a bar. And you're like, dude, I was just telling you that, like, I've been trying to get over. I'm trying to drink less. I'm dealing with anxiety and all this shit. So there is so many information out there, which is great. I just think it needs to be organized in a better way. I think it needs to be communicated differently. I think we have to be more conscious about why and how we and how we post. And I feel like, generally speaking, there's so much shit personally that we share that doesn't need sharing. And the fact that we do it, I feel like makes it disingenuous of why we're doing it. Um, some shit is just so nice. You're enjoying it so much. You're just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking recording this. I'm going to share this with the world. I'm going to share this with, with, you know, with the other homies because like, this is dope. And that's cool. But I feel like there's so much shit that we do. If we don't think of the reward we get from sharing it, we wouldn't have done it just to enjoy it in real life in the first place. And you can hear it play this back to listen to that shit again. Because that was some true shit. Anyway. Um, I think I asked my question. I think I've explained it enough behind it and my opinion and my stance on it. Um, that's your general question for the rest of you guys. What what should we post? Do you use social media? Do you not? Do you like posting? Do you like just seeing other posts? What is it about social media that you detest and what is it that you adore? Um, let me know. Zaid UFZ 
on Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to have a conversation about social media on fucking social media. Um, it's whatever. But like, yeah. I think that's it. Let me check my notes just in case if I... No, that's it. My next episode five, I mean, episode four, check out episode four, dictator shit. Uh, who knows? Maybe you only like question of the week. You won't even like listen to the other episodes, whatever it is. You just only tune back for question of the week. Or only specific questions that you think will be intriguing. That's cool. Um, thank you so much for listening. Check out Zaid.com. Uh, sign up for the email list. You get a free music download for signing up. Zaid, Z-I-E-D on your streaming platform, whatever. Check out my music. And... Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Peace.